2: these guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory.
1: Listen, these guys are way past their prime, but they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. Oh, okay. The frost advisory is canceled. Corn huskers, more like corn shuckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go!
0: Welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks. Nest, your Hawkeye oasis located in a nasty little Nebraska desert. Today, it's our very first episode of our Hawkeye fan feature where Jerry and I scour the country looking for our favorite Hawkeye fans. Those fans that stand out when you see them at a tailgate, the fans that stand out when you see them on TV. And then when you get to meet them, they're half as cool as the man we're looking at right now. <laughs> Snyder, what is going on, sir?
1: Hey, uh, staying warm in uh, the cold city of Fairbanks, Iowa.
0: Ooh, man! I gotta, I gotta tell you, Jerry. I've had a couple very positive interactions with Glenn. I've noticed him around over the years, and like, okay, life goals. I see, uh, mm-hmm. I see a gentleman I aspire to be like someday. And then uh, we're at the Big Ten Championship in Indy, and I'm just like knuckles deep in a burger and beer and and glenn walks by and says hi and my wife goes what a nice guy like how, how nice was that and i said yeah i felt like i was probably came across as a jerk i was totally surprised and didn't didn't expect it and then we ran into each other outside the men's
1: room at the citrus bowl i mean it's like meant to be uh <laughs> Well, I knew I could find you in that place in Indianapolis. You remember, it was the Big Wood Saloon. I figured that's where you'd be hanging out. (laughs) Touche. Touche.
2: Well, I'm really excited about this because for the the audience out there, I've not had much interaction with Glenn. Adam has, but I'm looking forward to this. Glenn's got a lot of style that I know I've seen in the photos that he brings. So when it came to looking for some of the biggest Hawkeye fans, we didn't have to look too far with this one. So, Glenn, uh, Iowa, where you're at, location-wise, what part of the state is that? Where where are you proximate to? In northeast Iowa, about 20 miles from Waterloo in northeast Iowa. Nice. nice. God's country. Yeah. Do you ever get over to uh, Gary Dolphin's new uh, bar over there in Dubuque? The Iron Bar, yeah.
1: Uh, Gary hasn't been there when I've been there, but he's got it going on over there, and he gets some special guests in there on weekends when he's not working, so I definitely recommend it, because Dolphin knows how to party, and... uh, if you got a Miller Lite, Dolph will stand there and talk to you all night.
2: <laughs> he's been nothing but accommodating with us, so we totally oh, agree great. with you. Uh, oh, great.
0: Couldn't character have a guy. better
1: guy in his position. That's oh.
0: the, one of all, the awesome parts that I've said before about being a Hawkeye is I don't really think of any times I've been disappointed when I've run into a player or a coach or a guy like Dolph that like takes time, genuinely cares, and you can tell they enjoy the fan interaction, which makes it like they always say you don't want to meet your heroes. Well, as a
2: Hawkeye fan... Yeah, most of them are pretty dang it's, cool. So, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, and it yeah, exactly to that point. What we've found out as we've done this is the fact that it's like you know what? There, it's a lot of fun to be a Hawkeye fan, but getting to know everybody as people, it makes it even better. I mean, it's just it makes you, it just makes you even more proud to be a Hawkeye fan. So, oh, yeah. But, well, uh,
0: Jerry, you know what time it is now? It's time to get get to know Glenn as a people. There and we find go. Out all about him and his life. Now, Glenn, <laughs> we want to know what it was. A Young Glenn, growing up, what was it that struck the black and gold into your veins and really made you become a Hawkeye? I feel like most Hawkeyes have an origin story, and from your background to your room and and your gear and your charisma, I feel like there's one that you got to tell us.
1: Uh, Well, uh, my dad was taking me down there when I was knee-high, and then uh, once I got old enough to go on my own and found out what tailgating was all about, then you couldn't keep me away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I thought well, I'm, not, I'm not just going to go six or seven times a year. I got to go do this on the road trips too. So yeah, we got all the, uh, all the fall hotels booked for next fall. Uh, I'll have to ref a couple Fridays. I might have to miss if I can't get a sub, but I'm all uh, locked and loaded for next fall for uh, the whole, the whole season. Yeah. Right. So Glenn, are you from the Northeast Iowa area originally? Yeah, then, born or? and raised here. It's the Wapsie Valley school district. Uh, we, uh, Got Amish here in the school district, and even the Amish have bumper stickers that got Hawkeye emblems on them. So we got them, nice. we got them trained, and they come in and watch the games at the local sports bar on Saturdays when the Hawks are playing football on TV. The the young Amish that do things well, they shouldn't do, they're yeah. they're right down there at Costas, and they're 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 enjoying a a cold one when them Hawks are playing. Yeah. I can tell you that. Be, being
2: Amish, do they have like the old Herky in front of the eye doing the uh, stiff arm? You know, like you know the old class, you know the the classic logos, or is it the they got the one?
1: classic logos on theirs? So that's <laughs> right on the buggy. So, uh, okay, if you are All correct. Right. So uh, you're a little a little behind, but I, yeah. I I help them out whenever I got I got some new bumper stickers or something for them. It yeah. is, it's ye- nice ye- to see ye- when they roll into town.
2: Ye old Herky.
1: Right,
2: <laughs> well, Glenn, you
0: were talking about uh, traveling to games So I've been lucky enough I've been to um, all of the Big Ten stadiums except for one I've been to every place except Ohio State I'm hitting that one this year So it's the last one on my list I have my own personal list of ones that are my favorites I have a couple that I am not a big fan of We, in this fan feature, really want to know What are your favorite places to go visit as a Hawkeye fan? One or two best tailgate spots, best stadiums best fans and maybe one that's not your favorite that you
1: don't really care for. No, I won't talk to you about Rutgers because they don't deserve my breath, <laughs> but I tell you what, I've had a fantastic time at all the rest. You know, you go to Madison, it, it's bars for the tailgating. But Penn state's one of my favorites. Uh, the people are great. They got their own brew concoctions. I think they got stills in the parking lot. They give you stuff I've never dreamed of. I've made so many friends with those guys out there. Uh, we were exchanging, Texts and emails all season long during our travails and conquests. Uh, so that's one of my favorite. You're going to love. You're going to love Columbus. Get on Lane Avenue. I'm telling you guys, uh, you, you'll want to go back out there. I I wish we didn't have to wait and play every six or eight years because I, I love Columbus and they know how to get it on too. And mm-hmm. I've never had a problem at a road game. I like wandering into enemy territory. Uh, quite often, the first thing they'll say is, "Hey, you suck," and the next thing they say is come on over here. We want to get a picture. And the next thing you know, <laughs> you're drinking beer and you're making friends. And, there you go. And, uh, you know, when I put on one of my outfits, that's what I'm there for. I want to, I want to interact with people. So uh, I, I have a great time at every big 10 school and I've never had a problem.
2: Nice. So Glenn, how long ago did the outfits occur? I mean, again, if we, you know, it, you can see the picture behind you, you can kind of get an idea for the yeah. panache you bring. Uh,
1: the, the but how, how did this
2: all start for you?
1: About 15 years ago on the gold one, uh, I, I wear that. Uh, if it's if it's uh, going to be really cold, there's room to put layers underneath. Uh-huh. Uh, the black one's actually a real suit. It's about 250 bucks involved in that. So Ooh. I don't want to be sweating in that. It's an actual suit and it's quite warm. So I kind of pick and choose the weather. I got a. Couple wingmen that joined me throughout the season. You might see them. A couple of them were in, in Indy with us there. You, so Ad, Adam saw them guys when we were in Eaton. But uh, yeah, uh, it, get it out for two or three of the home games and all the road games. But it, it opens up a lot of doors for me. And I'll tell you what, they pay for themselves because they, they want to bring you over and get a picture by that suit, and then they want to give you beer. So uh, yeah, pays for itself every weekend.
0: Glenn, uh, Jerry and I need to ask you, um, is that beautiful yellow mustache, is that natural? Because it (laughs) it, it looks like it.
1: It's natural on football Saturdays, but I thought uh, I I better uh, put a little on tonight. Uh, Actually, uh, I usually have the black in the middle, but the black does not come off, so... uh, he okay. He only got the gold tonight, so uh,
0: <laughs> it's all good. It's looking as good as ever.
1: I got a referee tomorrow night, and I, I I get enough comments. I don't need to hear anything on that. So most people don't even recognize me when I go reference. So that's even better yet.
2: <laughs> what do you what? So you referee basketball then, or
1: basketball about five days a week in the winter, uh, football four nights a week in the fall, softball five days or six days a week. Throughout the wow, uh,
2: that's some passion right there.
1: Yeah, retired John Deere guy. Retired when I was 48, so uh, wow. Got into officiating so I could still be near the game and really make a lot of friends and probably a few enemies doing that too. (laughs) But uh, really enjoy it and the interaction. And uh, there are some coaches that are glad to see me yet. Believe it or or not, there's (laughs) a few glad when I walk in, and there's a few probably glad when I walk out.
2: Uh, in that experience, do you ever want to just go hand the whistle to somebody in the crowd and say, here, if you think you know more than
1: I do, you have at it? Or So many times I'd like to stop that <laughs> game and say, who's your favorite team? And the last time you watched them, did anybody miss a call? Yeah. And, you know, there's less of us doing the high school sports on the field for like football and no replay. And them guys on Saturdays and Sundays in the fall, they, they get a lot of chances to correct their mistakes. And sometimes they still don't. Yeah, uh, when the guy in the booth saying, "Well, they're going to change this one," and then they don't change it, even though he saw that it was clearly wrong. So, oh, uh, yeah, there's there's many times I'd really like to to offer him a chance to come down and join me, but uh, you, you can't do that.
0: Does it make it hard for you as an official to sit back and just enjoy the game? Or are you analyzing the calls and the plays like the second you see a penalty? Are you wanting to throw the flag like even when you're in the stands? When I
1: See one like, you know, last weekend they had the inadvertent whistle in that playoff game, you mm-hmm. know, that play should have been dead when the ball is in the air. High school guys occasionally do that, usually when we miss a handoff. But pros aren't supposed to do that, and they never did fess up to it. And that, as soon as we see a call missed, we're all, we're all texting or messaging each other, hey, did you see that one, you know. So <laughs> yeah. It happens to everybody. And nobody's ever uh, officiated a perfect game but uh, it's actually kind of nice when the pros
2: miss one. So so, while we're down this rabbit hole, you know, does this give you like background, like when you watch an Iowa game, you know, where most fans get really excited about something in the stands, when you're watching an Iowa game, does this kind of lend a little depth to you where you're like, well, you're not thinking about this. You're not, you know, are you a little bit more understanding,
1: I guess? I'm understanding, but when I'm hearing all the hooting and hollering, they don't realize there's different rules for high school,
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: college, and pros. And just because they saw it on TV last Saturday called a certain way doesn't mean the ref screwed it up. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. Glenn, we talked to Caleb Shudak about this recently, so um, dropping a surprise, that'll be our next interview that we're going to be dropping. (laughs) But um, Glenn, I want to get your thoughts on this, and we asked him too. You were at the Citrus Bowl. As a referee, when – uh, throughout the game is you see the Kentucky players laying down and trying to stop our momentum, uh, which was looking like it was looking suspicious, like it was fake injuries. They play in the South. They're used to playing in the heat. What are your thoughts on that? And how would you handle a
1: situation like that as a referee? I was pissed, but uh, the only suggestion I'd have after about the second time, uh, if it's, if it happens twice, that guy shouldn't get to play the rest of the series. You know, we saw them. They'd run off the field after they stopped the game for a while, and then they're back yeah. in the next play. Yeah. If they miss the rest of the series, those defensive players aren't going to lay down there very long. If they can get up, they're going to play. Mm-hmm. So they, they need to be some kind of admonishment to them, or they're, they're going to continue to do it. You know, we've had it happen in Iowa City, too, uh, throughout the years. And, With uh, Penn State. It really, really pisses me off that uh, there, there needs to be some kind of some kind of punishment or it's going to be coached into the game and uh that's that's just my opinion
0: that's the way it's heading it seems like it's getting coached in the game as we speak
2: so yeah and glenn so let's get back on track here now with the hawkeye fandom and uh you know so i guess are you primarily is it primarily a football thing are you going down there for other sports and what is the typical – what are the typical hangouts for Glenn Snyder when he goes on game day to whatever sport it may be? Well,
1: I've got a, a tailgate set up about two blocks west of the stadium on Melrose. But I've got uh, other friends that I bounce around and see. And uh, we got a place called the Ed Zone. My, one of my buddy Ed that's a banker, he puts on a big spread every week and makes the best margaritas in America. So <laughs> Take us a few of my buddies over there, but nice. if any of you're ever going to be down there, or any of your any of your followers, uh, you see me over there on Melrose, stop by and say you saw me on the Nebraska Hawk Nest, and I'll give them a beer. How about that?
2: Okay. There you go. There you go. You guys, we, you we, guys
1: especially. All right, just let me know. <laughs> at the end. I mean, make sure mm-hmm. I'm around there. I mean, you, right, sold,
2: well, you sold Jerry. He's in. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you had me a margarita. What kind of tequila is he using in those? Do you know? Or is he the expensive crib?
1: stuff, believe it or is not. It? And he probably gives oh. away a couple hundred dollars worth every week. But uh, mm. you, I'll take you to the Ed zone and I'll guarantee you, you'll be smiling when you leave. Yeah. He's
0: uh, it's making me thirsty right now.
1: Yeah, he's my <laughs> local banker. He, he's, he's my, if I need so, something, he's the man.
2: So outside of Kinnick, then what are, some, what are some of your other favorite Hawkeye venues when you go down there?
1: Oh I used to go downtown more, but now uh when you uh you know you you, you don't want to do that if you got to drive eighty miles to go home, so uh, yeah. I leave that for the young people but uh i I'm down there uh, shortly after the sun comes up, and uh we stick around uh for an hour or so after the game before we start trekking back north and, uh, okay
2: yeah. well come on, you know come on, you know glenn. You're 80 miles. Adam and I are 350 miles. So come on. I mean, 80 miles, really? You know, you're not really getting a lot of sympathy from here. I know. I know. (laughs) All right, Glenn. So
0: we always like to really get pulled in here. We want us to pull pull us into your world. You're setting up for a tailgate. All right, Glenn. What type of food are we having? What are we cooking? What type of drinks are being served? Like, what are you gonna what, what are you gonna do to get Jerry and I going? I heard there might be some margaritas, some ice cold beers. What type of music are we gonna be listening to? What kind of games are we gonna be playing?
1: Uh, we're not gonna play a lot of games. It's it's uh, more serious drinking. All and, right. Uh, <laughs> probably the probably the food is is gonna be cold sandwiches. Uh, we'll we'll keep you alive, but. Uh, OK, we're, we're there about getting your game face on. So, uh, OK, so I just give you a tip off on that. So,
0: Jerry, I think Glenn might be my tailgate spirit animal. <laughs> I, uh, that's like when I go to tailgate, like I have like bare essentials, bare minimum for, for well, food. I don't care about the yeah. food. I'm there to, you well, know, get 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 the
2: drink on and have a good time. And he and he, had, he had a good idea because the sandwiches you get the bread the bread
1: soaks everything yeah. up you know when it gets down there and mixes together every so. every game day right before I go in the stadium I'll buy a ribeye across the street and I get a nice warm sandwich and I don't have to wait in line inside and then I'm set for the day and and uh, but it, it's it's mainly uh, hydrating at, at, at my tailgates uh, but uh, I can take <laughs> you where the food is too I, I can take you my buddies will take care of you on the food too but. Oh. I That's got a beautiful. great spot, but there isn't a home- room for picnic tables and food. It's serious Yeah. It's tailgating. Yeah.
0: I think we but, found our new
2: tailgate spot, Jerry. I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah. show up. I'm gonna be like, I wasn't invited, but hey, what's up? You're
1: invited now. You're invited. All
2: right, right. the the Ed Zone. I've got that mentally uh, marked in my uh, in my in my mind here. You so. won't
1: forget that. You might. You might forget that you were there if you. There
2: <laughs> <are>. <laughs> so, so Glenn, going back in your history of being an Iowa fan, then what's been your favorite game day experience? What what game stands out the most to you and your night history? games
1: are phenomenal. you get the extra time during the day, but you know, beating Harbaugh and Michigan, and then the Penn State at night. I mean, I love going down there and once a year we have a big win at night, going out on the field and getting pictures out there and. Running into your buddies. I mean, it's it's like a class reunion for me going to Iowa City. I see people I don't see the rest of the year. And that's an ideal day for me is an all-day tailgate, a night win over a rated team, and going out in the field afterwards.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love these descriptions. It's making me wish I could fast forward to September and go to some football, baby. For oh, sure. I, I yeah. just bought my tickets today for the Iowa Iowa wrestling uh, meet at Nebraska, and then the Iowa men's basketball game at Nebraska. So, got both of those tickets. So, I'm uh, I'm feeling good. So, but enough about right. me. We're not here to talk
2: about me. We're to yeah. talk more about you, Glenn. I'm pretty tired of you, Adam. So let's hear about Glenn. So let's move on here, Jerry. Quit playing hard to get. All right.
0: So one thing that we really wanted to know about you, Glenn, is who who's your all-time favorite hawk? Um, it could be basketball, and I know it's hard to name just one. So if you got to name two or three, you know we're totally okay with that. Across any sport, who is your guy? Now,
1: it'd be two of them that stick out. The Chuck Long years were just phenomenal. And he's, he's such a good guy. I've got to meet him a couple times and tailgated he with is. him and, uh, Luca in basketball. What a hardworking young man. It's a shame we didn't get to see him in person a year ago, but yeah, uh, those are, are the two that would become right to the top for me. Mm. And of course in wrestling, Spencer Lee, and, uh, we're going to get him next year back. But, uh
0: we are in the process of scheduling spencer as we speak so all right the, the wheels are the wheels are turning the research team is working. So they're trying to trying to get it done. Jerry, who's your all time favorite hawkeye? That
2: that that said the Adam just hexed us and so Spencer's gonna be like, nah, I got better things. Yeah, than he's do, gonna so. be like, this is this is what I, this is the joke
0: I'm getting into right now. And I was like, All right, Spencer, I don't blame you. I wanna know if I'm oh gonna my do that gosh, Who's
2: my all time favorite hawkeye, Adam. Thanks yes. for putting me on the spot. i oh gotta share. You gotta well, share. I don't know. You know, it's just man it's just, there's so many. It was kind of like getting put on the spot about who my uh, second favorite team behind Iowa was not long ago. And, I mean, there really isn't any. And so it's kind of like saying, which one of my kids do I love more? There you go. I can't answer in that. I absolutely can't do it because that's what's been fun about this is because every guest we've had has been a lot of fun to talk to and get to know. And so it's, it's really, you know, I guess if I put on the spot, I got to give a shout out to our man, Kyle Schlicker. He, yeah. puts, up, he puts up with us on a regular basis, no offense to anybody else we've interviewed, but you know what, Kyle keeps coming back for more. We don't know why, but you know, you got to love him for that. So I guess that's my criteria for the, at least on, on tonight.
0: Kyle is the most genuine good person you'll ever meet. Like such an amazing guy. Like we're, I feel like we're lucky to have been able to meet him. He's, he's so cool to work with and Brady Ross the same way. Like mm-hmm. Brady Ross is an amazing person. Um, if I'm gonna go, my all-time favorite, um, I got it. Like I just got to meet her, but Caitlin Clark is really up there. I'm a huge fan. I've never had, and I, I know this is gonna sound sexist, I've never had a female basketball player pull me into the game and make me completely forget about the world around me when I'm watching her play. It's like watching a female pistol Pete Maravich out on the court, and it, it she she's just. So fun to watch. I've never seen. She reminds me a little bit too of like Steve Nash, more currently, like the way that she plays. And I, I as a, she's made me a bigger basketball fan again. I would say all time football. I got a tough one between Bob Sanders and and Tim Dwight. Those are my two.
1: Yeah, you can't go wrong on those two guys, and uh, without a doubt, they, they they were they were great too. I. Eh? Yeah. T- so. So, Glenn, uh, on
2: that note, what's been your favorite fan experience as a Hawkeye fan? I mean, not, not, doesn't even have to be a game, but like, what's been like the best, ex- what's been like your favorite experience where you go home at night saying it doesn't get any better than this?
1: Well, there's a lot of good stuff happening in Kinnick, but boy, there's even better stuff happening outside. <laughs> it. So, uh, uh, that's probably for a, an after 10 p.m. show. <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 call it, we'll call it Glenn After Dark. Yeah, I was going to say, Glenn After, gl- at, at, animal after switch, Dark,
2: yeah. Adam will yeah. switch to the dark wallpaper and we'll go Glenn After Dark here. So. Oh, man.
0: oh that, that can really go off the rails quick.
1: Jeez. Hey, we're so blessed right now to have possibly uh, the best male basketball player mm-hmm. in the United States three years in a row. And Caitlin, mm-hmm. best girl player with the gal from connecticut hurt and spencer i mean we're really uh, really blessed right now uh with some of the athletes we got and team wise too i don't think many schools have won overall year-round as often as iowa has in the last couple of years so we're really it's a really a, a special time to be a hawkeye
0: oh it it really is that's well said um on a less classy note, Glenn, who who's a program you don't like? Who's a team where you you want that one a little bit more? You just you see their logo and your blood pressure starts to raise, get a little sweaty, get a little pissed off. Which team is that?
1: Well, you you know, there's one out a couple of them out west of Iowa City, but you know, <laughs> one kind of really a spur in my side is Northwestern. It's just so hard to have fun tailgating there with the residential parking oh. and. and they're so snooty, yes. And, uh, you know, I don't go just for the game. You can probably tell, and it, it's it's really tough in Evanston or whatever the heck it is. Uh,
0: yeah, that's right. I think yeah. right
1: to, to to really have a good tailgate, and, and I mean, I pulled it off, but you, you really got to work at it, and uh, got to be yeah. lucky.
0: It's my least favorite for sure. The fans are just different there. It's a, it's a different type of person, and they don't have any Northwestern bars. Like, I, I went out there, and I'm asking all around, where are the Northwestern bars? And they're like, we don't have any. Like, are you kidding me? There's no, none to go to. Like, as far as a fan experience, you know, it, it's great they're renovating the stadium. Like, that's much needed. But that's a, that's a trip going forward that I think I might be skipping that one from now on and watching her at home.
1: Wise, wise move. Save your
0: money on that weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a pretty sleepy stadium, and I I every single time I've been there three times, and whenever we score and we all chant the IOWA, it's the oh well, all they know how to do is spell their name. Okay, (laughs) it's like all right, guys, come on. I've heard that put hear that put down every single time I come there. So, all right, right. Jerry. What's your what's your least favorite, Jerry? We're pulling you into the mud on this one too.
2: My least favorite what venue to go to? Oh, you know, I'm not as, uh, I am not as established as you guys in this. So, you know, I, I got to say right now, it's gotta be Lincoln just because I, you know, I, I, it's not that I've had any bad interactions, but I just realized that, you know, based on the outcome, I may have to move after the game. So it's, uh, we'll just leave it at that. So. All right. All right. Fair enough. Anyway. So Glenn, as we kind of wind this down, then, you know, if we had somebody here that was on the fence on this side of the river, about being a Nebraska fan, being an Iowa fan, What's your argument going to be to pull them over to the Iowa side of the fence? What, what is it you're going to say? You know what? You
1: need to be the Hawkeye. Hawkeye fans are loved worldwide. Nebraska fans are loved in Lincoln and Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> and and not even
0: that in a lot of, a lot of places. <laughs> and, and they're
1: losing some of that. You're right.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, well, it's, that, that's very well said. I mean, you go across the country and everywhere they're like, oh, Hawkeye fans are the best. They're the most fun to tailgate with and have a drink with. And then if anybody says it, it's a fact, so like Nebraska fans can't argue it. What do you think about Husker fans? And it's mixed reviews. I've heard some people like, ah, oh, there's some cool people, but mm. there,
1: there's some good people back in every college, every school, but they're really living in the past. You know, they're still thinking they're in the big eight where they only got to beat one good team a year. Yeah. And, uh, it's a different ball game coming into the big 10 and they still haven't, most of them still haven't realized that yet.
0: No. And before we let you go, Glenn, I, I really need you to tell me a little bit about this man cave you have going on in here. I see an old school Hulk Hogan picture back there, rocking the 24 inch pythons. Yep, I right. see a cool picture painted of yourself. Tell us about your man cave, what you got going on down there. You
1: know, that lines, the whole basement, except for my fireplace over here and, uh, kind of update it now and then whenever I get some, uh, some Hawkeye pictures, I'll put them over the top of the old stuff there. But uh All it's right. uh it's I, I saw your background in your guys' places. I, I can't rival them. But, uh, <laughs> oh. doing doing okay here for uh for uh, where yeah.
2: I'm at. The uh in the immortal words of Seinfeld, the Nebraska hawk's nest is real and it's fabulous. So <laughs> uh, that was good, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a correlation of like the <laughs> The girl with the breast
0: implants? That was fantastic.
2: Oh, don't, Adam, when you got to explain it, it's not near as good. So I'm just, just blown away there. that I got one of your
1: jokes. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm like so excited. Oh, I promise uh, if you guys stop at my tailgate, his jokes will be even funnier after you're there. Oh, All right. Right. I'm, you, looking mind, I'm looking Jake forward
2: to it. I'm looking forward to it. Labor Day can't get here fast enough. All right.
1: Man. I'm going to be looking for you.
0: All right. We'll be there. We'll be reaching out to find you and we'll, 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 definitely be there for, we'll spend the whole day down there. This sounds like this is like my type of tailgate. So I'm in Glenn, send over, shoot us your t-shirt size and address. We're going to ship you out a shirt. We definitely want you rocking the Nebraska Hawks. I positively nest.
1: will. I'll, I'll wear you. it. I'm, I'm going down to, to the game this weekend. I'll, I'll, as soon as I get it, I'll, I'll put it on display down there for you. Heck
0: be, yeah. We're going to ship that baby out. All right, Jerry, you got
2: right. anything else for the man? Nope. nope. I <laughs> think Glenn's got me convinced to uh, be heading down Melrose. Like, like that tastes convincing, but I think, I think we've got even more reason now. So for sure. I, I uh, I'm, I'm good, man. I I'm sold.
1: And uh, my favorite Iowa, Nebraska, Hawk, Drew, Ott, man,
2: Oh, yeah. baby, played
1: through all them injuries and didn't get to go to the pros. But, I saw you had him on on one of your interviews and boy, he's my favorite Nebraska Hawk. I can tell you that.
0: Yeah. I Um, think we, I think we share that. We got a handful of pretty great ones. We like Budgeta quite a bit. He's a great guy. And and Drew's just man, him and his wife, Callie, they're great people. They're awesome. for uh, sure. So I had to give him
1: a shout out because I really appreciated him when he was going through his situation there. And
2: yeah, it it is. It's like, you know, I think that's one of the biggest thing Hawk fans Regret is the fact that Drew never got a better shot at the pros than what he did. But if anybody out there, I tell you what, Glenn, if you're not at only Oat Farms, um, they're on all social media, and uh, Drew and Callie really they know how to have fun down there. Well, know, far- I bet. I bet
1: farming yeah, got down here in Central Nebraska. Yeah. guys playing six years, but yeah. yet, uh, he he got to play about uh, twenty five games, so it was really sad.
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, It's no good. I think I told Drew, I said, I think they kind of changed that rule. And a lot of that because of him, because things started to really change after that. But remember, Keegan Johnson is going to be one of our favorite Hawkeyes from Nebraska before it's all done. Met him. He's (laughs) pure
2: class. Great kid.
1: I love it. I love it. So guys, thanks for all you do for the Hawks and uh, keep up the great work. And I better be seeing you come Labor Day.
2: Oh, sounds good. Sounds good, Glenn. Thank you very much. All right. right.
1: Go go Hawks. Hawks. Go Hawks.